0: Hi, I'm Paul Wessels, President and CEO of Western Copper & Gold. Uh, Western Copper & Gold is uh, a single asset development company. We are developing the Casino Copper Gold project located up in the Yukon. This is a tremendous asset. It's actually the largest critical minerals uh, development project in Canada. It's got uh, close to 11 billion pounds of copper, 21 million ounces of gold. We just issued a feasibility study. Uh, last year, uh, less than a year ago, showing a 2.3 billion net present value and 18.1% uh, IRR, both after tax. Uh, we brought in Rio Tinto a couple years ago uh, as a strategic investor. We just brought in Mitsubishi Materials as a strategic investor. It's a very exciting time in the company, and I'm very excited to be here and uh, talking. Good
1: to see, you. good to have you back, Paul. Uh, September, since we last spoke to you, um, and been busy, been very, very busy. And um, look, I want to, I want to sort of um, point to the the size and the scale of this the, this project for people new to this story. Okay, so it's a it's a super big project, and with super big projects come super big capex requirements. Okay. Well, State that. It, it's obvious. But what you've done is you've kind of uh, – well, a couple of things with, with with Rio in terms of advancing those negotiations before we discuss um, Mitsubishi. So w- w- what more has Rio done to kind of commit to you since we last spoke in September?
0: Yeah, no, and uh, excellent question. I mean, so Rio's initial investment was – it was really an investment to take a deeper look into the project. So, you know, we, we signed an agreement with them in May t- uh, 2021, started to do some work with them. The way that the agreement was structured is that we spent a year and a half working together, and if they like what they see, they renew for a year. That happened last November. They renewed for, for a year. The other provision on the agreement was that if we did any other financing and began to dilute them, they had the opportunity to sort of maintain their position. That just happened. That was announced yesterday morning where they... Um, Based on the Mitsubishi um, investment they elected to top up, that brought, you know, it's another $2.3 million. It's not a huge investment, but more importantly is it's that continued commitment from from Rio Tinto. And, you know, I know this. I'm working. I, I talk to them, you know, every week. We're working very closely together. These are things I know, but it's, you know, nice that I can point, look, here's, you know, the proof is in the pudding here. The proof is in the checks that they're continuing to write and you know just had one of those announced yesterday.
1: Right. So um they continue to put money in they to continue want to work want to work with you. That gives them, I think you, you, I think the announcement talks about 7.84% uh, of the company and I want to come I want to come back to what what that means and what that gives them options to do further down the line but you' just had mitsubishi materials uh, come in was obviously part of the Mitsubishi group uh, for 21.3 million bucks so what are what's their expectation of what they're buying into
0: yeah you know I mean so mitsubishi it's it's been a very interesting sort of uh you know journey with with, with Mitsubishi so we first started talking to them again about a year ago um they they told us at that time look Paul we're looking at, we like development projects. Obviously, they're, they're into copper. We're looking at a whole number. And you're like, okay, I'm on their list. That's great. Then we talked to them at the end of the summer, and they said, look, you're on the short list. We want to come to site. We spent a week up at site in the Yukon, meaning the government going down to the port. Very, very a deep sort of uh, you know site visit. Then at the end of the year, last year, they said, look, you're at the top of our list. We really want to do something. And, and we went to them and said, look, you know, we're, we're sort of you know part of the way through this this work with Rio Tinto, we offered them essentially the same thing: come in as a strategic investor. We'll work through you know well we'll work through some of your concerns, and and go forward from that. So where that ended up is they're now a five percent investor with the twenty one point three million dollars that they invested, and you know we've got a, a work program laid out. It's a lot of looking at, at concentrates. Um, you know making sure that we completely understand you know what the concentrates are going to look like coming out of, out of out of the mine um you know a few other things but you know we're really excited to have them and you know one of the things i'm going to point out you know Mitsubishi i mean has a long history of working with Rio Tinto i mean they're partners on Escondida along with BHP they uh you know were i mean Rio Tinto along with Freeport were partners with uh, Mitsubishi Materials at, at Grassberg, at Rio Tinto has since exited that, so they know each other well. Um, you know, when I talked to Rio right after the investment by Mitsubishi Materials, they were like, "thumbs up," you know, great partner, great another great name to have in the in the story. So um, very very positive.
1: Okay, so th- they're used to working together, so there is no competitive tension. This is people who work together. Have they got a an aligned thought about how they want to work? With you, I mean, because you know, different groups have you know, they have, you know different parts to the group, obviously. So, has Mitsubishi Materials worked with this part of Rio Tinto that you were working with before?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm working with the copper group, and that's you know that's the group that that Mitsubishi Materials know. So they absolutely the the two groups that know each other. Um, so a couple of things. I mean, you're right; it's not an immediate competitive tension. However, you know, Mitsubishi. I mean, they're after the offtake. Mitsubishi uh, materials typically won't make a bid for an entire company. They like to be, you know, a sub fifty percent owner. If you look at, at the history, but what they represent now is they represent, you know, the ability for a large number of people to come in and potentially make a joint bid. That might come from Rio. That might come from others. But it increases that possibility. And then, of course, it increases the possibility that Rio makes a bid because it makes that bid, you know, a joint bid takes a little bit more time, it's easier to sell to your board. Now, in terms of whether or not that they're going to work together and what that looks like, I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, this is, I mean, Rio Tinto is known for, you know, as long as the public has. So two weeks, I don't think they've had deep, deep discussions yet, but I know that they, I know that they have talked to each other. So, um, and, uh, you know, had initial, you know, had initial conversations and, and said, "Let's talk."
1: Okay, so five percent plus seven point eight four percent, so less than thirteen percent um, b- between them. Does that give scope for others to come in, or is your hope here? Because your ultimate goal here, as you is—you've told me many times—is a sale, right? You're, you're not going to go and raise the money and destroy, um, you know, your, your shareholders. or you're not going to dilute that out of your shareholders by doing that, right? Well, I mean, if, 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 if
0: you know we end up with two billion market cap from here or somewhere else, then maybe I'll rethink it, but. You know, I mean, it's creating shareholder value, right? And, and shareholder value right now is selling at, at, at the at the valuation. So, um, and and but you hit the nail on the head. It's a very very good point. So, like, why why is everyone at seven point eight and five? Why all these low investments? All I mean, specifically for that reason, like it's we want these groups on the register. To be honest, that working particularly, I mean, you know, we'll see, I'm excited about Mitsubishi the work we did with Rio was, was excellent. I mean, added tremendous value to the project. I mean, they, you know, we had teams of their experts helping us, you know, go, go through bits and pieces of it, but we want to make sure that if there's anybody else out there that's, that's interested and, and I'm going to come back to that. Um, they're not scared off they're like okay you know rio's got less than eight percent like you said less than 13 percent overall like this is not a blocking position we don't want anyone to have a blocking position you Want a blocking position a 100 you can block anybody all day long
1: i'll say no, that's where it's going you know where i'm going because I, I, I you know I've, I've mentioned this to you before because that that competitive tension is really really I- important because as soon as that goes your leverage goes and at 13 percent, it kind of is um you're still in control as, as it were, um, you know, it, it. You know, to move from competitive tension to, I, I, I guess, a, a, a comfortable consolidation or um, however you want to frame it is, is not necessarily a, a, a good thing for you and your shareholders. So let, let's, let's talk about the money, monies that have come in. You've issued some more shares. some more monies have, have come in. Last time out, we talked about the need to kind of get the, permit, the permitting over the line. That was 20 million bucks back in se- September for, for that whole process. So I don't know how much you'd spent to that point and, you know how much more you've got to allocate to that process but permitting is a kind of big moment which may again drive interest in, uh, and, and drive that share price of yours so where are you with that
0: yeah i mean so so permitting i mean that is the sole focus this year uh say it's the sole focus so we i mean but two focuses one one is working through uh you know the, the work with Mitsubishi, which you know they, they've got some as i said very interested in concentrate quality Work work through that so that's one of, one of the things we're doing. That's the small part. The big part is all on permitting. So the goal is to get our application submitted early 2024. After that, it's three years. So, I mean, it's it's early stages, but, you know, what's important about sort of getting all this going, I mean, back to your earlier comment about competitive tension here, we need to keep this thing moving. We need to sort of say, look, if, if the Rios, the Mitsubishis, others that are interested in this project really want to get involved with this, they really should get involved before we get the permits in. Because, I mean, you don't want to be flexing the First Nations, the community, the government, the regulator. Oh, you know, here's the project. And then these guys come in, well, we're going to change. Because they always change a couple things, right? I'm oh, going to change this, we're going to change that. And then they're like, oh, well, we just went through all this with, with, with Paul and and Sheena, my VP of, 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 uh, environment, like guys, come on. So, um, you know, it's in the next six to eight months here, we should have a clear idea of, I think the, the group of people or the, the, you know, at least, you know, and uh, or whether or not it's sold, whether or not it's a, a different sort of situation, but you know, all these things need to sort of get finalized over the next six months. I mean, the the our agreement with Rio expires this November, November twenty eighth. So that's obviously a deadline that comes up. So that's you know, timing wise, makes a lot of sense as well.
1: What, so what, remind, remind us again what happens on that date when it will expire. What have they got to do to continue? The relationship or what happens if they step
0: away? So I mean, if 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 they do nothing and we do nothing, they become a 7.84 percent shareholder, and they have no rights right now. They've got a, a board observer, they've got a seat on the technical committee, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they just go, they become a shareholder, um, and if they want to extend their rights, if they want to do any of that, that's a complete new negotiation. Um, so very different than what happened last November last November that was built into the original agreement it was like you send us a letter it extends for a year that's not in the cards this time so it's like if you know if 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 they're not done if we want to look at something new that's that's certainly a possibility that's not anything that's being discussed um but you know that's uh it, i mean everything is a new negotiation 30 um Past.
1: So in, in in a way, that's good because that frees you up in a way that you haven't been for a while. You've kind of been tied down to the, the same sort of broad, broad parameters of the, of the previous agreements, agreements. This could be a fresh start because I guess what if I'm looking into this thing, right? You, you don't need to go drilling for any more pounds or any more answers, no. right? We're clear. That's the good Back news. Off. But. But unless you want to tell me I can find higher grade or better better economics, and maybe that's, that's a whole other, other discussion. But let's assume you don't need to do that. But What you do need for me as a shareholder, a shareholder looking to this thing is to go, well, what are my levers, levers uh, available to me to kind of drive any premium from whatever the, the, the price is today or whatever the price is at that point of negotiation because we're, we're seeing some, you know, 20 30% premiums being paid out there um, in a kind of very difficult market and, and, for, and for in, the, in the context of equities, but in the context of gold price, it's kind of almost criminal what's, what's been, what people are picking uh, stuff up for. So what's available to you in those discussions, in those negotiations? What can you point to? What do they already know that allows you to have a sensible adult conversation rather than, well, your share price is X, we'll give you X plus Point three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think, I think the rea- the reality is, is that I mean, and, and this is uh, the advantage of having a big project. The what, the one advantage of having a big project with not a big market cap that is appropriate with it. I mean, we've got a project that on. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, we're we're we just when you run the economics of our project at spot four dollar copper, actually eighteen fifty gold. So this was I uh, what a month ago. The project has a five point three billion net present value. Okay. So our market cap right now But
1: it's got a three billion capex, right? Is, a three point
0: right? six billion capex. Three point six
1: billion capex, right. Okay.
0: Yeah. But so I mean those that's the NTV you know, is after you pay for that capex. So after you pay for that capex, you're making five point three billion dollars. So that's the value. And you know, right now our market cap is sitting, well, it's up a bit, of course, on the back of these investments, but let's say, you know, $350, $360 dollars you could pay 30 40 50 60 70 80% premium and your return on investment is still significant
1: i know but that but, but you know that, that but my 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 point is it's great saying that but look you're not buddies drinking over a, a a pint of beer here and they're gonna feel sorry for you well let's let's give you a little bit more because you're a good guy well they're gonna they're gonna try and get the best deal possible for their shareholders you've got to get the best deal possible for your shareholders I'm just wondering what that conversation looks like in terms of who's in control of that conversation because I mean you could you could argue I don't need to sell
0: well, I mean I've already started the conversation 5.3 million present value and you're paying you know, like I said, with any of those premiums, it it doesn't even it's it's almost a rounding error in terms of what the return on investment that would mean for someone like Rio or somebody else making that bid, right? I mean that that's the argument I make. The argument they make is the argument you were making. Well, you know, there's these transactions out there that have had low premiums. Yes and no. I mean, you start to see. I mean, look at Rio. Rio Bill bought, uh, you know, the the part of Turquoise Hill that they didn't own. Final premium. I believe it was 56%. You look at at uh, Glencore Tech. I mean, I, that's now gone up earlier this week. That's up into, I mean, where's that sitting? I think it's in the 40s now, right? So, yeah, there's some low premium uh, mergers, but, you know, battery metal assets, copper in particular, in jurisdictions, and I, I'd like to come back and talk about jurisdiction because it's, it's quite interesting. A little bit more information on that. And uh, advanced, good relationship with the local indigenous groups, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, can you name three? Probably not. Like, there's very, very few of them. And, I mean, that's why we continue to get the interest. And, you know, we've got the interest, obviously, from Rio. We've got the interest now from Mitsubishi Materials. I've signed two confidentiality agreements with top five copper producers in the past three months. Like it's astounding i mean to be honest what's astounding is like we knocked on their door a year ago and you know at the back of the real investment they're like yeah we're we're doing other stuff and then they came yeah okay all right paul yeah we 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 should we should take a look here and our well, well let's
1: talk about yeah. that
0: let's talk let's talk about that paul let's talk about that
1: i do i do want to come back to your section in, 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 in a second um it, because what we're seeing out there in the market, obviously, gold two thousand bucks. Who doesn't like that? Really nice. In fact, you've got, you've got analysts, um, and newsletter writers, and bankers uh, over here in Zurich talking about two and a half thousand dollar gold by the end of this year. They they always say that, but I you know I, there's, there's some more credible people saying it, uh, which is interesting. But the equities aren't moving. Where? People are looking in, seems to be the battery metal, seems to be the coppers, the nickels of this world. The copper, I guess you're you're sitting on both camps, which is great for for you. It's great because the gold price is fantastic and looks like it will continue to run with this economy. But copper, I think there's, and we say with gold, people are a little bit uncertain about, you know, maybe how that's operated for in the last two years, it hasn't followed the norms. So, you know, will it start reverting back to the norms, uh, in terms of, of, you know, where that goes, but copper, there's no uncertainty there. Copper forecasts in terms of infrastructure, in terms of battery metals of whatever kind of electric vehicles or, or, or otherwise it's going through the roof. Copper is what people want. Copper is what people, are, investors are turning up to see at conferences. So, is that and i sorry to keep coming back this what leverage do you have is does the the copper give you leverage to bring in more back to competitive attention other interested parties so signing three ndas
0: is pretty meaningful here is is that where you're going with this is that we you... no, no, that's in that's in the past three months i mean there was a whole whack last year as well i mean there's there's a it it's it's I mean, like I said, there's been three in the last uh, last three months. So what's interesting, and and what, what's interesting with our deposit, as I said, 11 billion pounds of copper, 21 million ounces of gold, and so always more copper than gold, but 21 million ounces of gold. So wh- what's interesting is is that we're obviously we're we're getting interest from the copper guys, but the gold guys have always I I have had more going back. I've had more, you know, good-sized gold companies, mid-tier gold companies, come look at our, our asset than 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 copper. And because you know, twenty-one million ounces of gold, that is uh, again, it's a rare beast. And as you as we've seen now with, you know, like Eagle making their investment with with Tech and St. Nicholas and and you know Newcrest and Newmont and and part of the part of that story is Newmont wanting a bit more exposure into copper and they get that with Newcrest is that the the gold companies are they want a little more copper in in into their portfolio so that's another thing you know what better asset than an asset like ours with 21 million ounces of gold you get the copper it's still mostly a copper deposit but you also get a significant amount of gold well it's a bit of a high capital cost for a gold company oh wait a second got a pretty good partner in there with mitsubishi material so that's part of the thought process Around you know us being very excited to have Mitsubishi as part of the budget.
1: but, but wait, okay I'm going to come back I was going to come at you like an investor which, which is your you know end of February two bucks so two fifty five now I think that's that's possibly gold sentiment moving that may, may, maybe I don't know you've got your job as a CEO is to drive that share price as high as it it can be by the time you get into negotiations with. Uh, Rio, the end of this year. It's it, well. It's always your responsibility to drive drive the share price. It's Come off a back of a very difficult twenty twenty two. We saw that most people kind of came off a lot. Um, and obviously, you're gonna, it's a kind of okay. We'll submit parameters by you know, let's say Q one twenty four. Then it's a three. You said three or was it two years? Three, three year, three. Right. Okay. You got a way. You got a ways to go. So, why is now a good time to buy your stock? And what's going to what is going to move it? I mean what what is the thing that's going to move this? Why should I be buying into this development story, advanced development story now?
0: Yeah, I mean, so what moves our stock, right? What moves our stock right now? I mean, as you said, we went from two dollars to, to 250. What has driven that? So if you look at what has driven that this year, about half of that has been gold price copper price. And then, both the other half of that has been, to be honest. I mean, if you go back two weeks ago, we were probably 225. So, another half of that is is the Mitsubishi investment and the the Rio top up investment. So, what do we have to look forward to or the second half of the year? So, as you said, I mean, let's, let's, I'm going to walk back exactly the things that you talked about. So, let's start with gold. So, gold, I mean, as I was, we were chatting earlier about this. I'm, 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 I'm a practical guy. I'm an engineer by background, so I don't have you know wild theories on gold. But I know one thing: is that people, when people stop investing in, you know, the U.S. dollar, they begin to invest in gold. That's why we've seen it move up now because there hasn't been these huge rate increases. All the indications out of the, the U.S. Fed is that that's going to drop. People are going to the U.S. dollar is going to be less attractive. That's going to move money into gold. We start. We've seen the beginning of that. Where it goes, I don't know, but we're not going back down to $1,700 gold. That I know for sure. Copper, sky's the limit. I mean, I I was at, I mean, this is a a month ago now, but I was at PDAC and I was talking actually to the CRU guys. Conservative think tank, copper, you know, market modelers, they were saying $5 copper before the end of this year. You know, these aren't arm waiver guys. These are very, very conservative guys. And then, you know, the last thing is, I mean, so those things drive up. So again, why buy now? Those drive up the share price. What else drives up the share price? We've, well, we just saw in the past two weeks, new agreements with Rio. It ha- I mean, we, we need to be sitting down and negotiating what's next with Rio before the end of the year. Before I mean, really that should be negotiated and finalized and signed by the time our current agreement expires on November 28th. Is that? purchase is not a new agreement is that but i mean i mean the reality i mean what i can say right now we've got a good relationship they like the asset we'll see where that goes but all those things lead to a better share price
1: So, if you like copper and you and you like where that's going if you like gold and you like where that's going this is a project you can look at endorsed by rio Mitsubishi. great so in 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 terms of the, the the conversation at the end of the year that's a long ways away. Do you start having early conversations? That's when you've got to do it by, presumably, or do they need to just inform you that they want the right to renegotiate or to negotiate? What, ha- what happens between now and then? Anything?
0: Like I said, there is there is no provision. I mean, you know, it, it could be... I mean, they could come... Anyhow, we need to negotiate something. They could come next week. Before the end of the year. There, there's no rights within the current agreement, so everything... You know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, the chariot turns back into a pumpkin and everyone goes home on November 28th, unless the, you know, the shoe fits sort of idea, right? So that's, uh, something needs to be negotiated before that 28th or they just go back to being a shareholder. Now, could it happen after that? Sure. I mean, they're they're still a shareholder, but it's, you know, it's the, it's the most sort of straightforward and it, Provides continuity if we do that before that.
1: How's money? Obviously, you just got a chunk of money in. I don't know what the money position was like before that. So, w- where does current cash flow get you through to presumably beyond the end of this year?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, so we're uh, so we started the year with twenty three million. Um, we just brought in twenty three million. So we're we're sitting at a, around forty six. Um, you know, this year it is this year's the heavy lifting on permitting. Um, so I mean, budget this year runs around twenty million dollars. Um, to to get uh, that permit application, I mean, because it's putting together. I mean, the permit application is you know you measure it in in feet of binders and then paper, right? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Anyhow, that goes in the end of this year. So this is a bit of a heavy lifting year. After that, it's it's actually much more modest in terms of budgets as you sort of babysit the project through through permitting. We're we're certainly sitting with in a you know very very enviable position in, in this market because you know as as I think you know, I mean. We've got good commodity prices, but we're not seeing, in, you know, the investors sort of making, I mean, not seeing a lot of the, the equity market is challenging. Uh, and so pretty excited to also have that $23 million to, to continue moving things forward.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. And, and it's kind of an important point, actually, because I think what we saw last year, people kind of, you know, raised money at, you know, in the middle, middle of an inflationary environment. Yeah, I think they were, they were beaten down. By shareholders saying, "Well, why why do that now?" But by the beginning of this year, it kind of looked like genius because the cost of money right now is pretty expensive, right? It's it's not a nice market to go actually go and have those conversations. One, because share prices are depressed, so therefore, the, therefore, the cost of money is, is more expensive. But there's not necessarily a lot of it wanting to be placed by the investors at the moment. I'm not, I'm not talking retail; I'm, sorry, I'm talking. You know, banks and instit- institutional um, guys so for capex projects it's a lot harder out there at the moment so you obviously be quite pleased with uh, this, this money coming in right now
0: no I mean absolutely and and, and I mean I, I mean we we talk to funds and I mean the good news is we're not going there cap in hand we're just talking to them and they're like look we're sitting on cash uh you know I'm supposed to deploy it but I, I'm not sure which way the wind's blowing I, I'm not sure uh, I think that there's beginning to be a bit more consensus around gold. Copper copper is an easier investment. Um, you know, of interest to in some of these conferences, the, these mining conferences, uh, you know, I was at the BMO conference in, in Florida, met with a couple of of funds, you know, new funds we never met with. Very excited to sit down and talk to them. We're only investing in battery metals. And, you know, you look at who shows up at any mining conference and the, the BMO conference is no different. It is three quarters gold companies. And one quarter base metals, and I'm like, oh, well, you must have a fairly scattered schedule. And she's you like, know, yeah, you know, there's there's not a lot, there's not a lot. I mean, there's more and more, of course. And you know, the market follows follows these desires, but, um, you know, and and so not only that, but you know, when we do these in uh, deals like we did with Rio Tinto and and with Mitsubishi Materials, not only is it, you know, good to get any money in the door in this market right now but we also did that as a premium so it was a 15% premium to to the 20 day VWAP um is is what we negotiated with with Mitsubishi so um yeah it's actually a premium that that money is coming in at which you know again it's great for shareholders great you know uh of the company
1: and i know i've kind of asked you this in in a different way but i'm going to ask you more bluntly whatever people's view on gold may or may not be whatever view of people's view of copper those are things out of your control in terms of things that you're you're in control of or the things that you would point to the things that you value within your organization why now why should i be putting my money in now and i appreciate i've asked you that before just trying to get a a different answer not different answer but a, a different kind of response from you because i'm looking at all the options i've got available to me i've got all these producers out there who are benefiting the increase in in gold price the increase in copper price um that would seem you know apart from physical that would seem a really smart place for me to start but developers are you know the value of developers at the moment seems exceedingly low at the moment uh you know they they have been hit as hard as uh, explorers yet they're significantly more de-risked right and i'm trying to work out if that thesis is 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 right should I be investing in developers now, and will I get that that leg up, that 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 leverage that I'm looking for? That 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 Saxon
0: You answered my question. Okay, cool. Thanks I very mean, much. Well, well, great You, you, you invest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, this is sort of investing one hundred and one, right? It's like find the unloved sector and put some money in it. And the develop. I mean, explore codes as well, but I mean, the development companies are an unloved sector. So then you look in that sector and you say, okay, in this unloved sector, where do I feel comfortable putting my money? And so you look at, I mean, our our company and then the asset, the casino asset. I mean, in the Yukon, um, Canada, significant size and recent, I mean, we're talking yesterday, endorsement from the second largest copper company in the world was Rio Tinto. And one of the largest smelting copper smelting companies in the world two weeks ago, Mitsubishi Materials. And then you have, so you've got that just general unloved in copper and gold. And then more importantly, I think, you've got, as I said, something needs to be negotiated with Rio Tinto before the end of the year. I'm hoping it's a pile, but, you know, it, that's that it remains to be seen. But even if it isn't, it's, it, I you know, Based upon the relationship that we have with them now, based upon uh, you know my understanding of, of their valuation and the work we've done together, and all of that, my anticipation is that we'll be able to negotiate whatever it looks like, something that will be beneficial to the shareholders, the company, and the project we're able for.